All right, today on the Mavcast, I talk about my trip to Charlotte. First time in about, I don't know, 14 years. And Tom Brady retires. And what in the hell happened in those NFL playoff championship games? Holy shit. Stay around. I'm Charlie Maverick, and I'm in your ear one more time. Let's go, baby. what up everybody this is charlie maverick i'm man back here again this is a another week that we're in the end of january 2022 Good Lord, is it going by too fast? But we are blessed and highly favored to be here, the fellowship again. Oh man, it's crazy out there, man. The year's starting off like all over the place. You know, we're doing stuff to try to get things back to normal in the world. We're going out in the world, taking chances. COVID's still running rampant, but there's some context I want to add to that. I want to tell y'all about a trip I went to. Uh, Charlotte. First time in a long time visiting that great city. I think they call it the Queen City, if I'm not mistaken. Rightfully so. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The growth I've seen in Charlotte from the last time I've been there, and it's been a long time, I think 2008, um, is substantial. Wow. I did not realize the the level of development that there was and with that came a very diverse community set going walking down the streets it looks very much like atlanta to me and i've known for a long time that people always equated uh charlotte to be kind of like a little atlanta and atlanta was like a little east coast la type thing you know so it was only a matter of time to where they built up and really, you know, built, pushed that, that narrative like, hey, we're growing like Atlanta is growing, but Atlanta is still fucking growing. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's growing too fast. I don't know if they can keep up. But there is a lot that has changed since the last time I've been to Charlotte. Oh, man. Went there for a Laker game. Yeah. Yeah. So LeBron James, uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, Russell Westbrook and the supporting cast wanted to see them play the Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball, all those guys, Michael Jordan in the, in the place to be, Spectrum Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I went there with uh, my family, the guys, um, father-in-law, uh, brother-in-law, and um, the father-in-law's nephew. So kind of like a cousin. Something like that. I don't know how it works. So went there to see LeBron play. It was fun. Oh man. So first of all, I gotta say, uh, how I got there was via Delta Airlines. And, and I it's not the first time I've flown Delta Airlines during the pandemic. And I wanna say consistency matters. And the prices, uh, you get what you pay for, people. I'm just gonna say I've never had an issue with Delta. However, I've only flown uh, on a one other airline, which is American Airlines. I'm like, eh, <clears throat> never doing that again. If 
I can avoid American Airlines, I'm going to do that. Let me tell you why. Because the time I flew American Airlines, holy shit. Coming back from Kansas City, that was not uh, a great experience at all. Uh, yeah. So sitting, waiting on the plane, we're, we're at the terminal and everything. And uh, yeah, over the intercom, they says, well, the flight's a little delayed. Uh, we want to assess uh, this hole uh, in the plane. And we were like, what? And they further elaborated and said, yeah, we're going to check to see if the diameter of the hole in the in the hole, uh, I call it the hole. I don't know if that's the technical term. I think of an airship, so there's a hole. And they're like, well, we're going to assess and get back to you. Paraphrasing. I, I wish they would say, we'll get back to you. <laughs> but it felt kind of like that. Like, hey, <clears throat> stand down, stand by. No, no. Scared the shit out of us. We eventually got put on another plane but oh lord even that one was trash mm. didn't like that experience at all but delta on point use delta to fly home for christmas in 2020 pretty good in spite of the the true girth of the pandemic happening all was good ah can't complain at all and this one is the same uh i i can't complain man they got their stuff together. TSA at Atlanta Airport got their stuff together. I would say the same for Charlotte. The flight wasn't any more than like 45 minutes, but Lord, I tell you, I'm glad I did fly. I don't really like to drive anymore. And if I do drive, it's like short distances. <laughs> like I, we live about five and a half hours, if you drive the speed limit, to Charleston hometown right okay you know back in my 20s i could drive that with my eyes closed um <clears throat> sometimes i did uh with one eye open because the the night before was eh, we used to get it in i'm just saying so yeah i can't do that no more i don't and i don't want to do it anymore i refuse to <sighs> okay i just did for the holidays but i don't really like it so the trek to Charlotte from here was about the same, and I never made that drive before. And one thing I do not like to do, introduce new variables in my life. I get anxiety when that shit happens. So guess what? I, I went to the safe bet to get me there on time and with my sanity. Um, and not, you know, really not stressed out too much. So I can I could be rested. Cause it was like a quick turnaround trip, you know what I'm saying? So got a plane, great. Got there. Uh they pick me up from the airport. Everybody's like having fun. So went to the game and everything. Oh, before before we did that, let me tell you about the food experience. I cannot let this be overlooked. All right. So first thing, if you're in the if you listen to the clubhouse recording via clubhouse, blah 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 blah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put a link to the place where I went in Charlotte that blew my effing mind. As soon as I figure out how to uh, do this copy paste thing on here, Apple, you are giving me hell. Anyway, so I'll let you know about that later in the links because uh, <clears throat> iOS is not letting me copy paste that well right now. But before we went to the hotel, we stopped at a place where uh, my cousin, uh, as I said down the list of attendees on this trip rant, it, it raved about this place called what the fries 
And what the fries is a very popular, uh, well-known food truck that turned into a brick and mortar uh, restaurant, black owned. I've, I don't know specifically what part of town they're located on. Cause you know, I was driven. I didn't drive hell no, but let me see. It's not too far from uptown. You Google map it. It'll, you'll find it very well known, uh, place to be. Uh, apparently if we went on a Saturday versus a Friday, we would have been waiting a long line out the door, but we caught it at the right time when I came in and it was early afternoon, got up in there and man, holy hell. So most of the menu is this, uh, list of items that you can get on top of fries, basically like variations of loaded fries, food truck food, right? Beautiful. And a setting to where you can sit down in a um, in a central, arid, and heated environment. Great. You know, you don't have to be out in the cold because it's a little chilly. You know, I don't want to do food trucks when it's chilly. I don't mind the cold, but when that wind hits you and you're trying to enjoy your food, that, that ain't the business. So this was a great, great combination of experiences. Food truck, then I get to sit down, right? Nice ambiance. Is, it's, a, it's a nice... Um, I wouldn't call it cozy, but it's really nice, quaint, I don't know, appropriately sized location uh, for someone to come in and enjoy a, a, a kind of like a binge meal. Like, this is going to be your cheat meal. You ain't going here to be like, hey, you, you want something remotely healthy to eat today? No, no, we're going to go in, buddy. First of all, fries. It's in the name. Fries. You don't eat fries when you want to be healthy. This is something that you want to get every time you go into Charlotte. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Now, I, I saw and I was going up and down the menu trying to scan it because when you walk in, the, the menu's like there. I don't know if you ever went to like a restaurant and you had to pick right there and order right there when you walked in, but that's how it was. And uh, the choices were uh, very, um, Lord, it was hard. However, I didn't want to hold the line, so I went out on a limb. I saw two things I like, and it's with fries in addition to that. So trifecta, it was lobster mac and cheese on top of freaking fries. What the shit? And let me tell you, first of all, first of all, hey, this, this costs about $25. It's worth it. It is real lobster. It's like the claw of the lobster. Oh, Lord Jesus. And it's macaroni shells. And it's, it's a creamy macaroni kind of consistency on top of it. They got beautiful greenery, a little bit of cabbage with a bite. And it goes perfectly with the fries itself. You can eat the big chunks of, of lobster claw, or you can cut it up and mix it in and have yourself a, a, view, a beautiful symmetrical portion of everything. Lord Jesus lost my mind. Now, everybody else ordered the crab rangoon, uh, which, hey, 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 I, I love Chinese food. Uh, that, that, that struck a, an attention nerve, right? But I uh, look, you can't pass up lobster mac and cheese you know what i'm saying and then oh you know <clears throat> black people you know this is like hey kind of lactose intolerant how's this gonna go i'm in a i'm in a new setting right now i don't wanna be like hey hold the fun uh, <clears throat> we need a bio break nah you know but everything was fine 
I know y'all saying TMI, grow up, because that's a real thing. Hey, first of all, you got to pick your battles when you go to a place and you don't know the length of time you're going to be from point A to point B. You don't know what's going to happen. So I could have gone all into something else and I could have been like, ooh, ooh, we need to take a time out, people. But no, it was great. Beautiful. The service was wonderful. It's like I said, it's black owned. Um, everybody was very friendly. There was a nice older lady. I don't know if she's like over 50, but you know, she was an older lady and she her customer service was immaculate, just like you expect from food trucks. And one thing you you get from food trucks, I say, is a is a a personalized experience up close and personal, usually with the owner. So they have this love that they put into it because they don't have to be the scale. What I'm trying to tell you people is please, 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 please. When If you are in the Charlotte area, uh, find this place. Uh, they have a food truck still. So large events in Charlotte, they probably still are at. But Lord have mercy. Uh, I'll put a link in to the show notes of the final produced show so you can uh, look up their website and find more information. Holy crap. I posted a picture of my fries on Twitter. Whoo, Lord, I tell you, I haven't posted a picture in a while because I've been, I've been quarantined and, you know, shelter in place, you know, for months. And Lord Jesus have mercy. It was worth going there. That set the tone of the trip, people. So good experience going already, right? Good experience. So um, everything was all good. We went to the Laker-Charlotte game, and, you know, everything was chill. Went up in there. Um, all right, so this is where the fun has a little speed bump, and um, this is where things kind of get interesting. All right, so I said before, uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis, you know, I called out those names specifically, and I also said Russell Westbrook. All right, two of these three people did not end up playing. Now, I will say this, and I will say this only about uh, that type of situation. Um, look, people was pissed off, really pissed off, because they expected both of these guys to play, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. They did not play. Chilling on the sideline, they had no report out before the game that either one would have been on the bench. They, everybody assumed that they started. People came from California. Hardcore LeBron fans came from California, flew into Charlotte to see Michael Jordan walk across the court. That shit didn't happen either. So, how do you feel about that, Charlie? All right. Load balancing? I'm going to blame this on uh, Kawhi Leonard to start this bullshit off. And I am going to blame LeBron James and, and whoever else believes in this culture of all right, let's rest our players uh, to give them the better uh, chance of making it through the postseason. So we're going to load balance to make sure we keep them healthy. What the fuck happened to conditioning? Would Kobe Bryant do this? Oh, oh, let me tell you. I don't like this because people pay good money for these tickets. Oh, I'm telling you. People in the restroom were pissed off. Guys don't usually talk in the ur by urinal by urinal. You know, that's man code. But people just shouted out into the into the universe, just talking to the wall because they know every, somebody was going to listen and say, hey, 
uh, why the boys ain't playing? Man, I don't know, man. No reason why they shouldn't have played besides load balancing. People were pissed off. They pay a lot of money, you know? These ticket prices, when LeBron James and Anthony Davis were expected to show up, they're the effing Lakers for the F sakes, you know? This is supposed to be like something great, and you're automatically going to feel like you're going to see Michael Jordan's ball head. Great. All right. Fool. Yeah. These guys ruined that whole expectation. People were pissed off at the whole thing. Um, I saw a buddy that I know for a while. We ran to each other. <laughs> He's a Laker fan, real big Laker fan. I tell you, um, that mood was kind of tarnished, guys. Hey, man, chill with that shit and play play these guys or give the fans an expectation of the true schedule of when they're supposed to fucking play because people play, pay good money for these tickets. And God damn it, if we ain't going to take these fools randomly sitting down, would Michael Jordan have sat down randomly? No, Michael Jordan played the whole fucking time he could. He played, <laughs> hold on. He played that, remember that time, game six? <clears throat> he was the, you know, the flu game. Um, I don't know if he had the flu or a hangover, but still, he got damn played, right? You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan would play on a random Tuesday with a game coming on where they knew the Bulls was going to run through somebody and they, and they brought it on TV on WGN and everybody fucking watched it because we knew this dude was going to play. People bought season tickets for Shaq games because the motherfucker played. <laughs> my mother would not be proud of my language right now, but I don't give a shit. Look, this is real shit we're talking about. Look, it's inflation. You know, people don't get paid enough to offset that shit. People pay high prices for random shit or missing shit. Look, and experiences aren't the freaking same. Or you don't, you don't look past certain stuff because you have a certain expectation of things to take place. And for fuck's sake, if you don't mess that expectation up. Man, look here. Look here. I'm glad it was a good game. Hey, look, let me give a hand clap to Russell Westbrook. Oh, man. Look, stop talking shit about this dude, man. Stop. Look, at least he played. And I, I'm going to blame something on Frank Vogel because, look, Westbrook had a bomb-ass game. Look, Melo had a great game, a sneaky game. You know, we didn't see Melo really do something extravagant through this play but him and Westbrook hey they did their thing now the last shot kind of thing because it was down to the wire it was a blowout the first half I'll tell you people was pissed in the, in the face I was sitting by two Laker fans a brother-in-law and another Laker fan they weren't happy you know kind of killed the buzz because you know people like to get nice you know you at the game you're chilling you're going there to see LeBron LeBron don't play you sober up you like man this is fucked up you know and, you know, the game was out of hand. The Hornets were whipping their ass. But lo and behold, came back in the second half, and everything was all good, down to the wire. Last shot was taken by Westbrook. But, you know, that's not his fault, because I'm sure the coach said, hey, you know all that shit we talked about you in the media because uh, I sat you for the last shot in the past? Go ahead and take that last shot. Melo should have took the last shot. He didn't. Whatever. It's not Westbrook's fault. Stop talking shit about Westbrook and play LeBron and AD next time. Hey, look, let them condition. I know LeBron's older. Hey, that ain't my fault, man. That ain't my fault. He chooses to play. Tom Brady fucking plays in games where he blew out motherfuckers. 
and he was 45. I'm going to leave it at that. Y'all need to stop that shit. Low bounce, I don't agree with that. I know that people have complaints uh, about former play players have complaints about taking these shots just to make it through games. Look, look, you know what you were signing up for. All I'm saying is be transparent. If you know players ain't going to play, let the fans know. Oh, you want to bait and switch them into paying high prices and the boys don't play? But they're still at the game. So, hey, technically, they, they did kind of, like, show up. Fuck that, man. Get y'all life right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, again, the game was good in spite of that. And we had a good time. We had a good time. Now, the, the, the last thing I want to say about the whole Charlotte thing is uh, COVID. The COVID, the, all right, so, all right, went on a plane, took the plane to Charlotte, was around a lot of people in the arena. Everybody was like, hey, worried about COVID. Everybody's getting COVID. Everybody's getting COVID. Don't go. Don't do it. Everybody's getting COVID. You might die. I get, I get, I get it. But as I spoke about in the past, and I ain't going to be like Joe Rogan. Y'all ain't about to try to <clears throat> do me like that. So I ain't going to do that. So all I want to say is context is everything. Do your research and know your limitations. Now, I have faith. I have intelligence. So I make the best situation out of whatever. Look, as much as I'm at the freaking store shopping for myself, as, as much as I'm out pumping gas and do other stuff trying to be normal and you know outside of you know not going to the office on a normal basis i'm touching stuff that everybody's touched people don't clean buggies like they used to people don't clean you know the regular food shit at the stores and anything that you randomly touch on in public like they used to they're like covid what i'm tired of this shit i won't be regular again so what they do is they keep it moving now Everybody's still worried about COVID. I get it. But look, you got to take precautions. I did, and I was always good at, you know, probability and statistics. That was my jam. Looked at the holistic picture. <laughs> and a little luck mixed in. And I'm like, okay, so how do I, how do I approach this, right? So you got to be, you got to be careful. You got to bring your wipes. You got you to gotta bring your, your, your sanitation stuff. You know, the hand sanitizer. You got to bring gloves. Wear your mask. Do whatever. So practice social distancing when you can. But hell, you're on an airplane. Not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Think about it. It's not going to happen. Even when they spaced out the flights, it wasn't six feet apart. Come on, man. All right. So whatever. Past that point. At the game. Shoulder to shoulder. Hey, I don't know if you... I don't know if you've ever been in the Walmart line... Or I don't know if you've ever been in like any store recently in person, like at least popular store, a grocery store, whatever. Um, Y'all ain't that far apart either. You know what I'm saying? So you bump into people. You got to be careful what you touch, what you do after that. Wash your hands. Got to take the precautions. All right, cool. All that took place. All right. So let me tell you what happened towards the end of this night. All right, cool. So... um. With all that being said and, and all the worries, took the precautions, but we wanted to have things normal. Went out to try to get some food after the game, and we got hit with the reality of COVID again. Now, I know that places are trying to be cautious still of the spread of COVID. 
But if you're going to have people coming into your establishment and with the expectations that you have certain operating times, I need you to post that to Google Maps or something or have the effing sign that you're operating hours of this and this. However, we went to, I think it was Red's Diner. I don't know if it was the actual name because fuck them anyway. All right. So apparently it's a great place that was referred to us again by cousin and uh yeah so we tried to go there place was open people were sitting down eating didn't look like it was too crowded right so it was about 10 30 i think we was hungry we've been hey we've been sipping we adult males we get it in we've been sipping we were having fun we hungry now you guys have something to soak up the liquor because hey the the choices weren't that um <clears throat> weren't that great at the arena because of covid man they couldn't find workers or the shit just went out of business. I don't know, man. Look, it's hitting people hard. I get it. I get it. Cool. But this situation, these mofos were open. We had the expectation to go up in there and get some food. I want some wings, man. You know, I'm black. I like wings. Especially at the game. Because I ain't had it at the game. So I want wings. I want something. It's diner food. I could find some greasy ass shit to soak up the liquor. SpongeBob that shit like we used to say back in the day. Yo. We looked in. We saw the people sitting down, proceed to open a door. Hey, I don't know if y'all remember that clip of George W. Bush when he was trying to open that door and <clears throat> shit didn't work out. And then he tried to open the other door because it was double doors and that shit wasn't open either. So he just stepped away and stood there looking stupid as shit. Felt like that type of shit happened to us. Then my goofy ass sitting there, hey, let's have some fun. I'm in a great mood. We feeling good. I'm sitting there waving at these motherfuckers in here like, hey, we hungry, like a dumbass nigga. All right, I did that. I did that. <laughs> but it was warranted. Like, hey, man, what's going on? These Everybody looking at us like, well, don't you wish you could get in, buddy? What the fuck? Hey, why? So the dude didn't even come to the door and open it and explain, hey, we're not accepting anybody else. He's hand signaling through the fucking window. I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's just be out. <laughs> I can't, I can't mess with these people. So, well, reading his lips, apparently he said the excuse was something about COVID. Um, what? I don't know. D did they run out of like stuff? Uh, did they not have the people to support? Whatever your fucking reason is, hey man. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I get why people are trying to be cautious and do certain protocols and shit it's annoying so the charlotte that could have been was not in its you know covid's covid's not letting charlotte live its best life i love how charlotte has grown though oh man but that one that one right there that one right there it leaves me pissed off about this things, the little things that are still happening through COVID. You know, a little shit just starts to annoy you. You know, it's it's the things that you took for granted that should have been normal, and this shit don't happen no more. I'm like, what the fuck? Little stuff off the shelves missing. Oh, we can't find workers to do this anymore. This place shut down early. This place shut down for good. Oh man, I I, I can't, I can't, man, I can't, I can't. We have to do something about this shit. Life is changing. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I need to get on the train and be like, hey, 
Got to get used to this new normal. Things can't stay the same. I'm usually good with change, but this, this kind of shocked me. Or more, more of added on to the annoyance of a little stuff that's happening through the pandemic. Now, will it continue in the future? I don't know, man. Will I go back to Charlotte? I love Charlotte. Oh, man. I had, I had great experiences in Charlotte. I love the time, the bonding time with the, with the fellas and the family. We were, you know, we were chilling, having fun. We had a great experience at What the Fries. You got to visit What the Fries. I'm telling you, you got to try that lobster mac and cheese fries basket. Oh, man. Oh, man. The portion, too, is worth that $25. I was like, sticker shock almost got me. But I'm like, hey, fuck it. I'm on vacation, man. You know, this is food truck stuff. You know, it's high in price anyway. So I'm going to love this. I loved every bite of it. Could I eat it all? I don't know. If I ate that whole thing, I don't know if I would have made it to that game, dog. But <clears throat> got to do that. Um, yeah. And coming back now, coming back home, coming back home from Charlotte, all that talk about the COVID, um, you know, neandering around the, you know, the, the contact of people with COVID possibly, because, you know, everybody didn't get tested before they went there. I didn't get tested before I went there. I ain't gonna lie to you. I went there, but I got tested today. I am negative. Hey, God is keeping this, me bad at test going. Congratulations, Charlie. You have failed again. Off of the right direction hallelujah yes covid free people i'll get tested another week but oh yeah let me tell you let me tell you the the tone of this podcast could have went a totally different direction <laughs> if that result <clears throat> had been different yeah so came back home came back home touchdown uh i went all the way back uh to the house drove up Soon as I pulled up, I got a text message from one of my uh, fellow pitmasters, <laughs> and he sent me a picture of Brady, and he's like, "Charlie, you okay?" And I'm like, "What the hell happened?" You know, crazy shit happened. I knew that Tom was talking about a retirement for a little bit, but you know, crazy shit happened and people die. I'm like, "Does Tom get hit by a car? What? What the fuck happened? Like, I, am I okay?" All right, that's fine. <clears throat> so I immediately looked this up because, you know, you just can't have that linger, right? Oh, what the fuck? All right, so I see the report. ESPN says Tom Brady plans to retire. Now, caveat here that he didn't actually make the full announcement yet, but the plans are being in place. Something about the payout of money contractually that he can't say something before a particular date or he'll lose uh, more than a million dollars. Hey, shut the hell up and wait. You know, if he gonna go out, go out with that bag. You know what I mean? You, what, what? Tom about that bag now? I hey, his wife makes a lot of money. You think Tom make a lot of money? His wife make a lot of money. <clears throat> Tom be like, hey, I'm going out with that bag. That's my, that's my quitting severance. That's my retirement bonus package. Ah man. So I get it. Now, <clears throat> how do I feel about Tom retiring? Hmm. All right. So let me take it back to the beginning. The beginning. <laughs> what did they say in the beginning? <sighs> Growing up in the 90s, I went through being a fans of few teams, <clears throat> but I was more, I was always a player fan. Um, it was, at one time, hey, everybody was a fan of Joe Montana. Hey, if, if you say you weren't a fan of Joe Montana, 
You fucking lying. So everybody like Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. By default, by proxy, you were a 49ers fan. Um, who didn't like Emmett Smith? Who didn't like Brett Favre? You know, so there's three teams collectively I've already listed already. Cool. Now, <clears throat> I've always been uh, an AFC person. So um, when I looked at games, it would usually be on Sunday, like early games, and CBS would probably bring on the Jets. Um, they're probably playing the Patriots or the Patriots playing somebody, you know, if they couldn't, you know, flex some games, they didn't even do flex back then, but <clears throat> you know, I mean, it was on the schedule to watch. So I saw Drew Bledsoe with his, uh, with his ass, you know, doing good things, but he wasn't great. You know, <laughs> you know, Drew, Drew had bad luck. Um, yeah, he had repeated bad luck. Also when he went to Dallas, he had bad luck anyway. So. Tom Brady came around, and there was a hiatus. I, I had kind of tapered off from watching sports because I was doing my latter teenage stuff, get, <laughs> getting my party in a little bit too much. So I didn't really watch sports, but uh, when I came back into it, hey, you can call me an effing bandwagoner if you want to. I'm okay with that because I was on Tom's fan base <clears throat> since the first time. So, Tom, how do you feel about Tom retiring? Tom did everything that he can possibly do in a career um, as a professional athlete. He did things that probably won't be done again. It could be for a different multitude of reasons. It could be because the style of play changes, which actually might enable someone to get close to doing what he did. Um, but it's hard to build dynasties like that. You know, teams aspire to have dynasties. Going and going and going into the win bracket until people are getting tired of you winning. And then you get <laughs> enemies because, hey, man, go sit down somewhere. We want somebody else to have fun. Yeah. Um, his career was illustrious. Um, seven Super Bowl titles. Countless divisional championships. Statistically, this, this season was statistically his best on record. Since college, this guy was known as the comeback kid. Then turned into the golden boy. But he never lost that, that name tag as the comeback kid. And even though he maybe going out and or into retirement leaving the league losing or not making it to the super bowl which some would say that'd be a losing effort he put forth a masterpiece comeback once again and solidified the respect that you should put on his name even if you don't like him you gotta respect I've said that Tom should have probably retired maybe last year, last season, I should say. Go out on top, same way I felt that Michael Jordan should have went out. But some people just have the love for the game, and they stick around as long as they possibly can. Um, I think Tom made the best choice possible before he started to get hurt 
you know, father time only lets you prolong for so long. You know what I mean? You just can't push the envelope, but so far. And his wife was always complaining about the physical abuse he takes by getting hit. And he's getting older, you know? It's just by nature, you can't have that recovery as you used to. You know, you, you, hey, look, most people don't get in fights after their 30s because, hey, man, even if you win the fight, you're you going to miss a couple of days from work. And why the hell are you fighting? But your body can't take it like it used to. Right? Same thing here. The good thing is he didn't go out um, on a losing season. So technically, you could say he still went out on top. Statistically, had the best season of his career. In spite of injuries and the exit of Antonio Brown, he still did the Tom Brady thing. Gracious for that. And, you know, I'll always have a place in my heart for the Patriots because of what he's done there. But as I said before, I am a player fan, which was, it gave me best of both worlds. I can be a Patriots fan and still root for Tom, even though he's with another team because he was in the NFC and not the AFC. <laughs> it would have been a little bit awkward if it was, you know, same conference. But now that Tom's leaving, who is my eye going to be on? All right, so let me say this. I said it last year, maybe the year before as well. There is a rise of really good quarterbacks coming. And some of already here. Patrick Mahomes, I, I, I told my wife last season that, hey, um, if Brady loses to Pat Mahomes at any time in the remainder of his career, I'll be okay with that because, Lord have mercy, this guy is too talented for his own good. And if there's an, a team that can build a dynasty like the Patriots have on the AFC side, it would be the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, cool. So we segue over to these playoffs. All right. All right. So Sunday, yesterday, Jesus Christ, it was the continuation of one of the most um, exciting postseason uh, game series of events in history up to all right so let me tell you first of all <laughs> first of all watching this Bengals game <laughs> and all right so you just think and i i made my picks already you just think all right whatever happens in spite of what happens um kansas city always has this button they can push and then catapult them it's like the cheat code on a game right you're like how how do you know how to do that? How you how you do that? The plays that Pat Mahomes can make. Um, you just thought that at the end of the day, no matter what Cincinnati did, Pat Mahomes would do something that would have accelerated to them into another appearance at the Super Bowl. However, <laughs> however, <clears throat> Joe said no. <laughs> 
Now, I don't I don't know. All right. I don't know. There, there, I have my conspiracies about this now. We've seen Pat Mahomes lay eggs before. You've seen it. Now, the, the egg he laid before was the fact that he probably was doing too much. Um, and he put himself in a situation. And he couldn't overpower that situation. This one was a collection or a series of bad choices that the team made collectively or the offensive side made. And I'll blame, I'll blame the defense too because, first of all, you only scored three points the second half, including including overtime? Come on, man. <clears throat> um, They let the Bengals come back. On. I started watching something else because I was like, hey, this is uh, 21 to, to three? Um, this, is about, this is a blowout. I don't have time for this. I already know what's going to happen. Just so happened to tune back in um, on the latter part of the game. I'm like, what the hell? Why is it? Why is it tied? What what happened? This is not what. Then I, I finished watching the game. I'm like, hey, this is. Are they trying to go to overtime? Like, you you're obviously trying <laughs> to send this game into overtime. You can't tell me any different that you're you're trying to make this down to the wire when you didn't have to. And lo and behold, hey, you know, um, turn the ball over. Huh? What? Went to overtime. Look, you win the toss, and then what the hell, man? What the hell? What the hell? That's all I got to say. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Then you go to the Rams game. Now, I thought, I did, you know, this could have gone either way in my expectation, but, you know, I, I was rooting for the 49ers. Ah, I have nothing against the 49ers. The only thing I have against the Rams is more of a trivial thing. Y'all heard me say it before, hey, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., I can, you know, whatever. But, hey, aside from that, you, you got to respect what you can do. Uh, yeah, went into it, didn't really care who won, but it was interesting how it went down. So another really, really, really close game at the end. And Jimmy G effed up. <laughs> so I had this theory before the game as well. Mentioned it to my cousin. <clears throat> I was like, hey, um, you know what Roger Goodell and the league likes to do more than anything else? They kind of like to push a storyline, a narrative. Y'all know I'm, I have these conspiracies, these theories out here. I would like to say I'm 50-50. You know, I don't get them right all the time. But hey, there's always some truth. There's always some truth there. We don't know what really happens behind the scenes. and. I would I'm going to preface this these series of remarks or theories behind the fact that you got to remember this is entertainment. The goal is to entertain you. These people don't care about you. They want money, right? They're here to entertain you. So just like other things could be thrown in like a boxing match, we know that happens. Uh we've seen it happen. Um 
<laughs> and with Pete Rose, right? What? Yeah, right. You remember baseball? Yeah. All right. And you know this could be, you know, this could be true, right? People could throw games. The message can come down from the mothership and say, hey, we want this storyline. So my theory with this was. Just like Tom Brady played, or, or let's say Tampa Bay hosted the Super Bowl last season, home team hosted the Super Bowl, I think there was an idea to say, hey, let's have a little bit of consistency here. We had this really good team that's probably going to make it to the Super Bowl anyway. If they don't suffer any injury, There's, they have a stacked roster, and it's going to be a redemption for Matt Stafford couple of different things happening but guess what we're going to have a location themed music experience for the halftime show wouldn't it be dope if you have uh Kendrick Lamar Snoop Dogg um I, you know Mary J Blige is not from the west coast but she's performing anyway um Eminem's not there from, but anyway everybody has an association with Dr. Dre so that's going to happen at halftime why don't we have the home team hosted again? What? And it might have been contingent upon who won the AFC championship game. Look, I'm very, 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 very sure this happens in those meetings in New York City. The mothership. Big brother said, hey, got to make this happen. I, it ha Look, realistically, it happened for Tom Brady. Maybe more than once, I'm sure. Fine. Push narratives. Um, the whole thing with Ray Lewis when the, the, when the Ravens won that Super Bowl, they wanted to give him one to say this is his swan song. They did the same thing with Peyton Manning. They were doing the same thing with Brady last season, but he played another season, you know what I'm saying? But they, they didn't want, they were done with that storyline. And Mahomes has chances to get more. Now, what happens here is this might be Matt Stafford's last chance of redemption. Um, Odell Beckham's last chance of redemption. They don't really care about, they don't really care about um, uh, Jimmy G too much. <laughs> you know, he's about to be traded anyway. Whatever. They don't care about him too much. But let's say, how can we get the most traffic from the Super Bowl now since we're not going to have the Chiefs in there. So we got the underdogs in there. So, okay, two. So two teams that weren't expected to win per se. You know, there were way more fans of the 49ers that were rooting for them to win. I mean, look, it could have gone either way, as I said. Just because the Rams were stacked, uh, I don't know. You, 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 didn't, you still didn't know if they were going to make it. They have a really good coach. Really good coach. Second time in the Super Bowl in the last five seasons. Hey, that's nothing to sleep on. So they weren't not expected. <laughs> you know, it was just, all right, this made sense, right? So I believe that happened. Now we, we have the, the Super Bowl set up. And uh, I don't know. Who's going to watch it? Are you going to watch it with excitement? You know, people might be rooting for the underdog still, Joe Burrow, and... Uh, the Bengals might, 
actually make it a really good game. It might actually be a really good game. It, it doesn't need to have those the usual suspects anymore. And I say that in, you know, in the past, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, they were not usual suspects at one point. So it was a fresh face to see them going deep in the playoffs, even when they had, you know, they had Smith, Alex Smith back in the, you know, the day. They still made it deep in the playoffs. They weren't usual suspects, right? All right, cool. So it's nice to see fresh faces, but I don't know. I'm still thinking people are going to tune in to the halftime show more than the actual game. Um, who do I think is going to win the game? Hmm. I'll tell you this much. This is what's going to happen, buddy. You're going to have to turn to tune yourself into the Backyard Pitmaster podcast, uh, getting ready for the Super Bowl, which is going to take place the Wednesday before Super Bowl. I think that's the 9th of February. And you tune in and, um, you know, Terrence P. is going to give his picks. Um, you know, Jeffrey Boyd's going to give his picks. And we're going to talk about some things to make uh, for Super Bowl party, if you're having one. Or if you just want to have a little small get-together at your crib with family and limited friends, give you some idea there. Now, with that said, I want you to follow this podcast and each podcast on the network. Do that hashtag find on the social verse, the, the metaverse, the Maverick Podcast Network, and you'll find traces of this podcast and the other ones that are on the network. Follow me on Good Pods. Follow me on any podcast platform and including YouTube. Plan to be posting some visual content there along with the audio of this episode as well for your listening pleasure. And I hope that you guys enjoy this podcast and it was a it was a honor to tell you how my weekend went <laughs> i hope you guys had a great weekend have a start of a great week and be blessed out there i'm going to go out with you know it's true no that, that ain't the song but i'm gonna go out with the mavcast outro and I'm going to wish you blessings. I'm going to wish you wealth. I'm going to wish you health. And to keep that health, don't walk in high grass. So you don't have to say, oh my God, this is making my feet. Shout out to Atlanta. Yeah. City that pays me. Yeah. <laughs> Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV.